Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Good morning, everybody. Our regular Moving Markets podcast will be back in its usual format on Monday, the 9th of January. But for today, we'd like to highlight a recent conversation that my colleagues, John Franklin and Grace Treston, had with the head of research, Christian Gattaker, on Julius Baer's Wealth Insights podcast. With the record high inflation levels that we have seen, they spoke to Christian about how investors can protect their purchasing power. That idea of purchasing power, you know, the same amount of money buying you less, is something very important for people to know about. But where, where did it come from? You know, how long has it been around and what significance does it really have when your purchasing power is being reduced for these consumers? Yeah, it's, it sounds like a very uh, technical concept, but it's, um, it's actually quite close to everyday uh, experience. Um, it's, it's the fact that suddenly things cost a lot more. Um, you uh, go to a shop and suddenly you see your favorite brand costing 20% more and you realize instead of spending 100 uh, pounds or dollars or Swiss francs, you actually have to spend 120 so actually it restricts your uh, possibility to choose and you have to think of ways how to deal with that. So I think um, this is something which is very abstract because inflation actually means you try to figure out kind of a general basket the average consumer is in and it doesn't really, um, really reflect your individual a purchasing power and what you can actually measure so um, for somebody who simply spends their uh, their money on uh, football shirts and comics the inflation is completely different than to the average uh, family um, mother or father who has to look at all the goods and services that are around if we take the example of the football shirt that is quite a nice illustration for people of how your money will buy you less you know this year's team strip will cost more it won't cost the same as last year are there any other similar examples uh, of the value of one dollar being much less than previous years or anything that you like to use yeah there are long-term comparison of what what a dollar is buying you um, compared to uh, the 1970s and it's it's really it, it's extreme you know in, in many of these kind of uh, major currencies we think today in um, Europe your nominal um, or you know, the prices have moved way ahead um, since the 1970s. Some people remember that from their uh, grandparents that they were telling, you know, when I was young, you know, this good cost only 50 cents and today you buy it for, I don't know, $5 or so. I mean, just take coffee, you know, if you go to one of these fancy uh, coffee shops where you um, tend to pay, I don't know, Sometimes I'm, you know, I'm completely stunned by the fact that you can pay five dollars and more for an espresso, and then the people 50 years ago would tell you, you know, this was costing you 20 cents, and uh, this is basically, you know, the, the the thing we're we're facing. So we we really have this this difficulty uh, being human beings to relate to that and what it means in the long run. But it means, you know, things got a lot more expensive than you possibly thought. And when it comes to purchasing power, what about across countries? Are there different sets of influencing factors around the world? Things like currency, are they playing a big role in this? Yes, they do indeed. And especially the currency regime, in my view, is is completely underestimated there. You know, big changes uh, depending on how your central bank runs the money. And um, I 
tend to think that uh, most people uh, feel this is so abstract and so far off their daily experience that they don't not really able to grasp it. But if you take an example, you know, uh, when, when I was when I was a kid um, uh, in the in the 1970s, actually one one Swedish krona um, was uh, exactly one Swiss franc. Today, if I go to Stockholm, I was there the other week. Um, actually, one franc buys you ten Swedish krona, so it's one to ten in 50 years, and these things are actually piling up. And therefore, it very much depends on on how you run that. If you have central banks, and uh, sorry for bringing again the Swiss experience, but I think this is quite a unique one. Uh, there, you have rather a, a tight currency regime, uh, at least in the long run, which means you know prices are rather stable. The Swiss franc is rather holding its value compared to other ones. Or in the example, you know how much devaluation you got. You know you're your uh, hundred uh, Swiss francs in the 1970s buy you at least the equivalent uh, of uh, 40 um, Swiss francs uh, today. So I, I mean, this is this is something which has been devaluing, but it's not this devaluation that is uh, basically running um, uh, Swedish or in in uh, in Spain, for instance, where you basically in nominal terms lost about uh, 90%. So it very much depends what the central bank is doing, and you usually see it uh, by the continuous currency devaluation over time. And this is something you can uh, witness not only over 50 years, but every every three to five years, you realize you know that your currency is suddenly uh, worth less compared to the partner currency. What are the results of people's purchasing power being eroded? Does there tend to be a change in people's spending patterns when they're facing this situation? Yes, indeed. I mean, there's, there's various strategies. Um, a very unpopular one is to consume less. And uh, people hate that, of course. You know, uh, it feels like uh, having, uh, being less rich or um, less wealthy. Usually, not a very uh, comforting experience. Um, the the other is basically trying to uh, resolve it by moving to some other goods. I mean, if you think, for instance, you know, the US dollar is too expensive. Um, and probably by the pandemic anyway, you stopped uh, doing your spending your vacation days in the United States, uh, but maybe you want to go somewhere else. And this is also, you know, in terms of, of tourist destinations, this makes all the difference. You know, if you see suddenly a, a major devaluations of the Turkish lira, this uh, tends to encourage people to uh, at least makes it less expensive uh, to, to spend your vacation there. So you see these kind of um, shifts in consumer patterns. And this is the usual reaction. You know, people instead of before they they really curbing consumption to try to figure out how to do something differently and and i think that's a very important notion as well you know whatever you have to spend more on your consumption or your spending uh, in goods and services actually goes away from the part you can save so um, you know this loss of purchasing power is not only that you uh, are paying more but it's also uh, less left over for your uh, future consumption and if we just build on that idea slightly, Christian, uh, as people are having to spend a larger portion of their income, their assets on the basic goods and services, are they really neglecting their pension contributions, their investment opportunities, or are you seeing some people take a more defensive stance, doing what they can to put in more money to their funds, to their savings? Uh, how do people usually react? Yeah, that's that's uh, a, a very um, a peculiar thing because um, 
patterns are are so different and and sometimes even feel uh, slightly irrational. At least they don't stick to the economics uh, playbook in 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 many in many ways. Um, I think you know the. There is a tendency, and it's it's probably very close to human nature, that you tend to neglect the future, in particular the further it's out. So the further away, so if you know, I'm going to, there's, you know, at least from today's projection, uh, there's a high possibility that I'm going to retire in 2035, and you tend not to pay so much, uh, you know, what's happening, so much attention to what's happening. Um, uh, 12, 13 years down the road than what you think is going to happen next week. So that's certainly number one. And therefore, people tend to neglect uh, what's, when it comes to pensions, which is very long, they did very far out. So they tend to do to less on, on, on that front. On the other hand, you know, we had a very interesting, um, what I said, not uh, economics textbook-like reaction to low rates. You know, there was uh, there was uh, the the yield, the rates on on uh, on uh, the large currency were were falling uh, over years, and the idea of central banks was actually to make it um, less attractive to be in cash and to make uh, the, the savings and the holding of cash less attractive because you got a lower rate there. So very kind of straightforward. As an economist, you think the the yield is going down and makes the asset less attractive. Actually, you know, the funny thing that happened in particular in some of those markets like the Eurozone where we had rather a difficult environment, people were actually saving more. So in other words, because they knew that they could make less or there was lower return, they were piling up more cash, which was completely kind of uh, against the economic logic. But you could just feel the fact that uh, there was uncertainty about uh, the future and there was such a low return on your cash assets actually led to what economists think are very irrational reactions. But we simply have to acknowledge it. This is what's happening and this is something we have to take into account. Now, we've been talking quite generally. If we take a little look at a more specific sector of consumer, uh, the wealthy, the more fortunate among us. Last month, we published our annual Global Wealth and Lifestyle Report. And this looks at how the cost of living is changing for wealthy consumers. You know, our lifestyle index of premium goods and services is representative. And it shows that maybe surprisingly, for the more well-off among us, life is getting quite a lot more expensive more quickly than for other consumers. Can you tell us a little why that is? First of all, um, this is a, a pattern which is a very long-standing one that uh, for the high-end consumer, prices go up more. I mean, there are long-ranging uh, uh, data series there from the United States, for instance, that give you, you know, around about twice uh, the official inflation rates. So in other words, you know, the... Uh, cost of living extremely well uh, rise a lot more than the basic needs and uh, I think it has to do something which uh, is actually related to this particular group let's say the top 5% in terms of earners um, they have a very limited um, um, selection of goods uh, and there you see that there's a natural scarcity there and also a propensity to to actually spend you know and just keep up uh, and it seems like there's a mechanism also because uh, the the very wealthy high incomes uh, tend to signal to the rest that they can still afford it and this is uh, possibly the, the the reason why prices are, are rising much more uh, there than everywhere else 
So that's all for today then. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. To listen to this conversation in full, please search for How to Protect Your Purchasing Power on the Wealth Insights channel. The usual Moving Market show returns on Monday, the 9th of January, but do tune in again tomorrow when we'll be sharing more interesting insights from our recent podcasts. Bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favorite podcast player.